Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Toastmasters, whoopee Toastmasters, listeners and friends, you're very welcome to the talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com and you can find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers and we welcome your comments, your questions, your feedback and indeed your evaluations. You can listen to previous shows from this season on our website, irishtalkers.com. In fact, not just from this season, we can find past seasons as well. We also publish the Public Speaking Weekly, a roundup of links from the internet about Toastmasters, about public speaking, confidence, leadership, etc. Anything to do with public speaking. Just look for the newspaper link on our website. My name is Moira O'Brien. And uh, I'm joined, as usual, by the prolific, persuasive and passionate Paul Omani. Well, it's great to be here with you, Moira. If I was to pick one of those, I wonder, would I describe myself as prolific or passionate? Well, you're you're certainly prolific in terms of your audio output. Yes, yes. And I also speak an awful lot. If you meet me for a cup of coffee, I'm likely to contribute volumes to the conversation. This is very true. And you're welcome to contribute volumes to this show. We have a a terrific opportunity because fortunately, the man with the really attractive accent isn't here this week. Well, Indeed so. Mr. Melanthi is uh, sadly called away on urgent business. Again, (laughs) poor chap. We do miss him because it means that we've got to do a lot more work. And in that respect, I shall tell you a little bit about this week's show. We have, as usual, a thought for the week and a word for the week. We have a very interesting YouTube item to give you. And in the third section... Paul is going to be talking to us about celebrating success. Oh, I'm going to talk about celebrating success. I did get it right. Celebrating success, indeed. And in the third part, the fourth part, beg your pardon, we'll be looking at the next three projects on your pathways. And I might do a little bit of review on the paths, the projects that we've done so far, because I've identified now exactly what paths each project relates to. But we'll uh, look at that later. So we'll start off with our thought for the week. I've chosen this week a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it's this We aim above the mark to hit the mark. Now, I would slightly rephrase that and say, We aim above the mark in order to hit the mark. And that resonated with me hugely because. If we want to achieve a goal, a really good way of ensuring that you achieve it is to try to achieve something which is two or three steps higher than the goal you're trying to achieve. In that way, you have a better chance of success. What do you think, Paul? Yes, well, Maura, there are two schools of thought on this, and uh, this is particularly relevant in, in relation to performance management. 
And of course, in, in Toastmasters, we do an awful lot of performance management. The argument in favor of setting your, your sights very high is that, well, you, were, you are likely to, whatever you do, you're likely to hit something desirable. So that's great. The uh, downside of that argument is that if you set your sights very high you're, and, and you then fail to hit that very high, what you experience is not a succession of successful outcomes, but a succession of, however desirable, failures. So you, somebody says to you, did you achieve your goals last year? Well, no, actually, my goal was to build a business that had a turnover of a million and uh, on the business achieved a turnover of 150,000. Now, you yourself may not get a huge rush of satisfaction from telling somebody that story, and somebody else may get the wrong end of the stick. They may actually think that what's been achieved is, is a big, uh, a big uh, disappointment. Whereas, mm. you may very well have risen the turnover of the company from zero or even minus to 150,000, which was way above what anybody else expected. Okay, but what you're saying there is somebody who uh, set a target which was out far out of sight in terms of possible achievement whereas if you set yourself a target that is possible to achieve but is is still beyond what you know you really want to get to then you have a better chance of achieving what you want to get to that in performance management terms is often called a stretch goal yeah and something yeah. that will you know compel you to reach that little extra bit mm. And, and squeeze that last degree of effort out of you. The other school of thought takes the view that it's the much more sensible and much more long-term reliable thing to set smart goals, which are realistic. So the goals would be realistic and you would aim to achieve more and more by setting realistic goals for improvement as you go along continuously. Thus says the performance management coach. Well done. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to your word for this week. Oh, yes, yes. I have, a, I have a word that's rather devious, Moira, for this week. Well, that's very suitable for yourself. Yes, it's not the, <laughs> word, uh, it's not the word devious. It's the word insidious. Oh, I like it. Now, the word insidious is not to be confused with the word insidious, which doesn't exist. Thank you. Right? The, <laughs> the word insidious, which uh, uh, I have heard used, is a misspelling of the word insidious. I-N-S-I-D-I-O-U-S. So what I have for you now is a definition of the word, mm -hmm. and I have a few wonderful quotations that I've prepared specially for this week's program. So the, the definition of the word, ins, insidious, is to proceed in a gradual, subtle way with very harmful effects 
So it's with very harmful effects, not just minor uh, negative effects, very insidious is a word that is used in the context of when you're telling a story about something which has very bad effects. And it kind of sneaks up gradually, subtly on you. Now, let me give you a, a quotation. And the, uh, who said this, these don't matter? The, the main thing is I didn't say them. So here's a quotation that I think is very powerful. It, it goes as follows. That's the thing about depression. A human being can survive almost anything so long as she sees the end in sight. But depression is so insidious and it compounds daily that it's impossible to ever see the end. The fog is like a cage without a key. So mm -hmm. there we have depression is so insidious. I like it. So that's kind of... And, and the other thing about that is, of course, that depression can, in a way, can sneak up on you. And to, to use the word insidious in the context of something that can sneak up on you is, uh, is pretty handy, really. Mm -hmm. Now, I've got another one, which is, uh, I think, uh, memorable in its complexity. So here's the sentence using the word insidious. Prejudice is a form of untruthfulness. Okay, prejudice mm -hmm. is a form of untruthfulness. Mm -hmm. And untruthfulness is an insidious form of injustice. Untruthfulness is an insidious form of injustice. Yep. I thought that was a, an insidious form of injustice. That's good. I, I mean, I can just see somebody using that at the beginning of a speech to any audience. Yeah. As you well know, my friends and relations, untruthfulness is an insidious form of injustice. So today, <laughs> today, there will be no untruths. There will only be justice, etc. And so that, that's one. that fittingly brings us to the end of the first section of our show. Thank you very much for that, Paul. I was hoping to turn to the magazine because there are a few interesting things there this month, but we haven't got the time right now. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4pm Dublin time. Check on our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.